Hello and welcome to Open East Radio. We are live at the Whitmore Community Centre in East London and we are here with quite a crowd. Um, so could you each just introduce yourselves very quickly? We are now broadcasting so we'll just go around. Hi, I'm Lulu. Um, I'm 23 and I live in Hackney. <laughs> Hi, I'm Malcolm. Um, I've uh, lived in the East End for most of my life and I'm told that this is one of the best uh, community radio stations in London. No, England. No, actually in Europe. <laughs> uh, I'm um, Paulina. I'm here to... We're going to talk about different th- um, faith truth. and the truth, truth yeah. which the truth needs to be speak about because um, there many do not know. Well, there's a young lady here who's got a mouthful and she's five years old and her name is Nayima. Uh, my name is Antonia. Uh, this is my first time and I'm really already enjoying it. Welcome. Hello, my name is Manchula. I'm living in Hackney. Hi, I'm Cecil. I'm here uh, as a repeat uh, offender. Greetings. My name is Queen Alpha May, and I'm part of your community. Loving it. So, thank you all for joining us. And today, we're going to be reflecting a little bit about truth and honesty. And I'd like to start the conversation um, with Antonia's experience of journalism, because I know that you've had. Uh, many years of experiences working as a journalist. So I'd like to um, reflect a little bit with you about how that's changed over the years. Well, I I came from Africa. I was a cop reporter before I came to England. And I came to study journalism. And at that time, journalism was a respectable, you know, uh, profession to be in because it's called the fourth estate of the realm. That means, you know, after the, the, the houses and judiciary comes the press. And it was instilled in us as students that we should not go for um, sensationalism. We should speak the truth because that is what we are supposed to be doing. Uh, uh, Truth underpins a journalist principle of doing things, you know, because you are the bastion of the people. You you have a story, you write the story, and you put it in the public arena for people to discuss and, and, and to make up their mind. But there has been a polarization of, you know, people just saying things that, you know, if they say it, maybe they will take them to court and they will pay. But the truth is gone out of journalism. But do you think that is the fault of the journalists or do you think it's society in general I, where we're, we've got this appetite for sensationalistic stories? I, I think, I think it, it's not as simple as that. I think... That time when I was talking about the 60s, it says, they would say, you know, ITV has gone to the morning men or whatever because it's about, uh, you know, profit and everything, about selling a lot of newspaper or whatever you're doing. 
the the BBC has gone to the establishment because they just they just say what you know the 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 government of the day is speaking you know and you shouldn't be that you shouldn't be able to be put in a box you should do your job irrespective of how you're feeling but it, it is not only the fault of the journalists it's the the climate that we are in the culture that we are in we are in a culture of money you know speaks and if you can sell a lot of newspaper you could say anything you know any anything at all and if there is any consequence after that you know that you got some money in the in 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 pot that you can pay somebody off but you've already you know made their name you've already said something which is not true this is what is happening now money has taken over you know where is where's the integrity where is speaking the truth and let people really make up their mind because that has gone out of the window did you want to add something queenie um greetings again as um angie was saying about journalism and about we're talking about truth and a lot of time people's name and integrity is really lost because i've been in that circumstances myself and going through it where people have lied and constantly lied where I've lost my children, my home, I can't even get home, my bank accounts have been emptied, and it's from one lie to another lie to another lie, and the whole system at the moment, I'm fighting the system and the people who has put me there, because at the end of the day, you can pay money to get what you want, and this is, this is what I can understand, the truth doesn't matter anymore. Hmm? Dishonesty is their policy now. So, so many people's lives have been destroyed. Children's lives have been destroyed because of dishonesty. And just listening to Antonio, I think your journalistic um, experience is, I find fascinating and really interesting. I guess, really, rather than my own opinion, I think I have a question, if that's okay. And that is, in the 60s, when you you first started, um, there were lies in the newspapers, I remember. There were falsehoods in the, in the newspaper. I'm wondering what the difference is from then to now. Is now the difference because of media, because you, you reach more people? Because I remember lies, governments lying in the 60s, and um, you know, our leaders um, not telling the truth, and uh, reading reports in newspapers, which were quite clearly um, found out, be discovered, were actually not the truth. So what actually is the main difference today? You see, I, I said something about how, you know, the public perceived the big, big, uh, you know, corporations like the BBC and ITV. And, and they think the BBC is there to, to, to talk for the establishment. So irrespective of whether it's true or not, you see, there are loads of newspapers the newspapers at that time was divided into two you have the tabloid that anything goes and then you have the quality papers like the tundra which is you know the times and 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 the observe and all those big broadsheet paper there and your readership is totally different from one end to the other the ones who we buy 
you say like mirror or or son, they think are the working class people. You know, the sure. the, 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 the masses. The one who reads this quality paper, they expect more, you know, in terms of uh, the, the news they read, they, they expect the journalists to be more circumspect and, and on what they say. You see, sure. it's, not, it's, not, it's not that, it, it, the, yes, I agree with you, that there was, you know, lie being told during Wilson's era and all the rest of it, you know, there has been, but now because more people have got access yeah. to information. Absolutely. That is why we sure. are having this. So the truth now cannot be, you know, kept. Sure. You know, people find a way of finding out, you know. You know, in a way, in a way I almost find it even more interesting about why, why so many people are believing obviously fake news rather than why newspapers are putting up fake news. I think I, under, I, think I, f- I understand why they're doing that. And you mentioned things like money, uh, et cetera, et cetera, and le- readership, et cetera. Yes. But actually, why are so many millions of people believing certain things that they wouldn't or they would have questioned many years ago? I think, I think you know, they, they feel empowered. I think they, they think, you know... Um, Yes, we are part of something. Yes, and, I mean, we're part of the fake news, aren't we? If we Really, I mean, if we go along with it, then actually we can't just... Although I, I have no love for newspapers, but, but on the other hand, I don't think we can just criticise newspapers. I think, actually, we have to take responsibility and find out why we believe so much rubbish. Paulina. Um, yes, this is about the truth. Okay, um, Antoinette, well, a little bit of what you said, a little bit of what... Um, what Malcolm has said. Yes, back in the days, in the 60s, when I was a little girl. No. <laughs> you were a little girl in the 60s? <laughs> oh, I, I, I was a small child. So oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, you see, when it comes to a lot of things, what's been, a lot of things swept under the carpet. Yeah. Right? Yep. You see, even when you're young, you can still know what's going on. Now, there are times when you, you know, you go to places and people speak you know that they're not speaking the real truth. Sure. You know they hide and hidden a lot of things under the carpet all the time. Now, if people come forward and want to speak up into anywhere they go, any part of the world, about the paper or so, you've got these big media who comes along because I've, got, I've been to quite a few meetings, you know. And, um, well, you swept under a lot of carpets as well, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Please take the note as a Malcolm is a bit not yeah. on the ticket this today, it's right? And myself as well. Yeah. yeah. So what they do is like say, well, they gather people within the community or into the country or in the world. What well, they do they gather them, when they gather them, they put all sorts of things in the paper. When they put a lot of these things in the paper, people it's go through the head. When it goes through the head, the mind takes over and they will believe everything is there. You've got one or two people, you understand, who outside of it, they know it's not really truth. Maybe there's something about when it's inconvenient. Maybe sometimes when people tell us something's not true, it doesn't fit in with what we want to believe at that moment. Yeah. So... There's an inconvenience yeah. in believing yeah. yes. that, or, or 
that it's kind of more convenient to yeah. believe a lie yeah. than yeah. to question yeah. it. I'll just break it down a little bit. It's just like when you're around people as well. When you're around people and they probably, could they look at me? Could they look at look, Dolly? Could they look at Malcolm? You know you're speaking. When you're speaking, they don't want to hear. So if another person comes along, about two, three, four people comes along and start to speak, you understand, bright, they'll go, they'll go there. But out, you'll sit back and you know all those lies. They believe all these things. Just like you in the community and you want to enlighten a person, you want to do something for that person because those people do not know what you can do to help them. All they will look back, they speak negative. They're not, they're not full of confidence or so. But they'll look back and say, you know what, I'm going to push her out the way. When I push her out the way, at least she's gone. And that's not it, you see. We have to learn to really get to know people, study people, understand people before we could start be two kind of people. And that's what really exactly what I'm saying. That's what's going on today. So it's not all about, this. It's not all about technology. It's not all about the paper. It's not all about the television. No, you're right. You're and it's not all about others. We are the community who lives in the, in the world, should be helping to be doing, putting things forward and brings out, I'm a bit of a politician. You are. I've always said that. I've always said Paul is a bit of a politician on the quiet. Did you want to add something? I speak to a lot of politicians and I, yeah. I think I agree with Pauline. You know, I think they used to say something when I was little that truth is bitter. But you speak the truth and let the devil be ashamed. You see, that is what the dictum that, you know, what I was brought up with. You see, I think we cannot really put all the blame at the, you know, the door of, of the newspaper. Yes. You know why? Because yes. I think they're just doing what the people want to, to hear. Money. You know, yeah. what the people want to hear. They, they feel comfortable. And it, it has to start within us. You know, what are your, what do you, intrinsically, what do you believe in yourself? Do you live a life of lies, lies yeah. or something? So, because that is the only way Things like that can take you in. But you see, I remember some time ago, a big, big, in, 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 this, on, in the Sun newspaper, it says, vote this. And everybody, there was a landslide for, for this, this party that came in. Because many people believe in what they read in the papers. You see, you can have a big caption. And... The story might just be a little tiny something, but because it's catch your attention, you go with it. So the newspaper or the media as a whole is just is supply and demand. You, you, you're asking for it. But we're all guilty of kind of being more interested in the kind of sen- sensationalist stories. When we see a story where it's, you know, it's kind of, big and there's you know it's got lots of crazy facts um that we don't really know if they're true or not but it looks like it's it's much more interesting and entertaining so we're more likely to kind of be interested in it and whether we believe it or not is a different story but that definitely sells the paper and that's what you know people um when you look online you see these kind of um stories where it's you know about a celebrity or something like that and we're all guilty of kind of 
being interested, even though we pretend like, oh, no, it's not really important. I'm not interested in that. We kind of have a look. You know, you, you look at the Metro paper and there's like the guilty pages about the kind of celebrities and, you know, so-and-so looks fat on the beach or something like that. And, you know, we all do it. We're all kind of like, oh. No, no, not me, Nate. No. <laughs> not me. No, but I, I, I think you're absolutely right about that. And well, I think something truth. else that, that we shouldn't forget, and, that is, and, and if, we're really, if we're talking about truth, which I equate with honesty anyway, we're really honest with ourselves. The thing is about truth and lies, it's actually much easier to believe something than to actually question something. Absolutely. Questioning something which is a bit complicated takes a lot more brain work, takes time, Absolutely. it means you've got to analyse, it means you've got to confront, whereas just to believe is a very simple act. Plus it also means that you're part of if you believe. That's me. Um, I like and I think it really it. starts from actually being... Being truth and being honest with ourselves, yeah, really. Yeah, but there are not many people are very honest within themselves, not even with people. Yeah, because, Cecil, yeah. do you, did you want to add something? Well, I mean, it's uh, intrinsic in what happened with the Brexit vote and things like that. We were sold a lie from all sides. And sadly, forgive me for, you know, the masses accept gullibly to a certain extent what is presented to them, because that's the easy option. As uh, we've said, nobody is prepared to research these things for themselves. Question it. Ask the, are they who is telling it, why are they saying it, what purpose do they achieve, and so on and so forth, you see. So it, it, it is all down to then the individual. I wouldn't like to be uh, tarred with the brush that I would gullibly accept something, I would like to think that uh, I would give it a bit of thought, but sadly, in this day and age, the easy option is to just accept what is said there. But surely um, we're in a time where it's much easier to check truths and check, uh, you know, if you read something, you can check other sources. Yeah, and but see. that means it, 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 the onus is on me sure. to do the research. And I'm sorry, I'm not interested when there are other issues in life, I would accept whoever is presenting what they're saying as uh, being fact to a certain extent, you see. So maybe it just takes up too much energy and time to kind of always be questioning Absolutely, everything. absolutely. Mm. And that's where the great difficulty is. That's why we, you know, just read what is, as a headliner, you know, Elvis lives on the moon or something, <laughs> you know, and accept it. Can I just um, add something to Cecil. you said? Cecil, yeah, I've got a lot of agree in that area where you've got... You see, a lot of people are very judgmental. So when you're judgmental and when you're, criti when you're criticism as well, yeah. you will criticise and condemn and judge people for the wrong reason all the yeah. time when you don't even know nothing about them. Yeah. We don't know nothing about them. And this is where a lot of people are going wrong into their inner self as well, apart from the paper, apart from TV, apart from all these things around. So if some of us take time out and get to know the person, that person could be a great person, but people don't want to know. They're just ready to be um, judgmental, criticise and condemn. Yeah, I'm speaking of experience of myself. But you see, while they're doing that, you understand. And I think it's a burden to question, you see. So as we you see, and if you're trying to seek honesty, it's, it could come at your own detriment. 
go through those different facets of uh, discussion and whatnot. Sure. But uh, something could be laborious and also to your own detriment, you see. That's where uh, I think the problem I, is. I think it's only laborious if you're a yeah. politician in a room and no one knows what's going on and you're just questioning each other yeah. because you're all going to agree anyway. Yeah. Um, and not necessarily inform us. Yeah. But I actually think healthy discussion is, um, is, is both stimulating and actually can yeah. push things forward. Hmm. You wanted to add something? Yeah, I think, you know, there is a saying that said, to thyself be true. You know, if we, it starts from us. Everything that, because you have to be accountable for whatever, there is not absolute, you know, something that you say half truth. It is not half truth. It's your your life. It's your makeup. It's what you and that transcends. It it it, it goes from you to whatever you expose yourself and you believe in. You know when it's not because I know anything about journalism. I'm I'm when I was little, I was told that you question things when you don't know. Don't be afraid to be able to stand up and be counted. You know. When you know it might be detrimental to you, but you know that at least your conscience is, is clear, clear. Yeah. you know. Yeah. But here now, we want, we want to be spoon-fed. We don't want no. to do anything like Michael said. We don't want to do no research. We don't want to do anything. We just take it for granted. I will tell you one thing. You know, I was looking after my granddaughter, and I go to... to I joined the PTA, anything they're going doing in the school, I wanted to know. And I see young moms, you know, and they come, they just take their, their, their children and they go away. And I said, are you coming to this meeting? They, oh, I don't have time. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm talking about, it, it's not being parochial now. It's, it, people, we, we, we abdicate responsibility to other people to do. And when things go pear-shaped, we blame them for it. We, if you are proactive in what you're doing, you know, in your, you wouldn't need to do that because you'll be on top of things. Mm -hmm. And I say to these parents, I say, why are you not coming to this meeting? They say, well, the child is there, they will look. But when it comes to GCSE and they're not doing, or they come to parents' meeting and they are not doing, because you have not been, you know, That's proactive yeah, yeah. in what is going on in your child's yeah. life. So, so maybe one of the positive things about this whole situation that we're living in politically at the moment yes. is that people are starting to wake up because it has been a massive wake-up call for the non-political 
people yes. that most people have become pretty passive and non-political and now that there's a, a kind of wake-up call saying actually we've we've just been sitting here waiting for the world to happen yes. and and letting things happen around us without really questioning things and now suddenly people are starting to wake up and say actually I need to start being political I need to start asking questions I'm not going to accept what's happening maybe it's too late but maybe this has been what we needed because people have become very passive Malcolm. Yeah, no, I was just going to agree with you. I mean, and, and proof of that, really. I mean, whether you agree with it or not, I mean, there are more people on the streets demonstrating um, than I've seen for many, many years, and certainly in my lifetime, um, and protesting, and uh, of all generations, not of one particular generation, that are protesting about what's happening at the moment. And I, I think it's, I think it's terrible. Um, I, I sort of. I don't know, I just keep getting this feeling that keeps coming back to me and makes me feel like a simpleton, really, because I have a really sort of simple answer in my head that keeps going around for years, and it's, it's really stupid. And it's, it really is to do with just almost as simply as education, really. Um, I, I always seem to be very disappointed in our, our educational system um, and some of the things to do with sussing out truth and awareness and being honest and just seems to me to be to do with education, really, that if we're honest and truthful with ourselves and we're educated in, in an appropriate way, half our troubles wouldn't be here. Yeah, but even as I say that, it sounds oversimplistic to me. So I'd like to pass my stupid comment to someone else, really. Even within our community, within ourselves, we don't share. We have our next-door neighbour, we don't even know. Someone could die next door, we don't know. Within our community, we find some, you trying to help someone, it turns out to be something else. You have people who see, might see you with a group of men, you're always with a group of men, and the first thing that comes to their mind, oh, she's always full of men. That, woman, that, that man over there is always full of, they're all friends. But every, the next thing you know, your name is in so many things, and our names get mixed up in things. You're in a group of people, sharing a community environment, and all of a sudden, so many things been going on, and that one been saying that no one comes to you and asks you, "Is this tr what's really going on? Is this true?" No. And then there's a vibes, and then there is an animosity comes within. There's no one there at this present time I can see that is teaching our next generation, because our generation is lost because of all of this. We haven't even got a community, and this is where we begin. It's beginning in the home and within our community and within ourselves. Can I, can I say? Yeah, we just speak about community. Yeah. Well, you see, with the, co with the community, what we live in, all different parts of London, England, or wherever, now the community was one beautiful, lovely place with people. But because they brings out all these machines, these technology, all kind of things. So all that, what the government said they was going to do it about 1991, that the technology is going to take over the mind and the brain of people and separate everybody. So now everybody becomes separated now. See, nobody passed and said hello or good morning or good afternoon to anyone. 
when you was in the community, everybody knows everybody. Everybody can sit and laugh and talk. It doesn't have to be the same community where we live. It could be in a different one. But because the technology takes over, you understand what the the system does. Well, I don't want to talk about the system. Paul, are you, are you sure that technology has taken over the community? Sure, taken over the mind. No, but but technology can also promote it for good. Not, not yeah, you're but making it sound like if you allow it to, it will. No, but, but we are in control of us. Yeah, we are in control. I mean, Everything yeah. is put there for you yeah. to be used, not yeah. overused. You are in control of but you I need to finish. and I your brain. Finish. I didn't finish. Okay, keep going. <laughs> But you, but, but you agree, though, do you? That, that actually yeah, but I was going to bring all these areas in. Right. Yeah, but all the areas gone now. That's okay. I'll bring it back again, all right? I know Every- you will. Oh, you'll bring it back, absolutely. Yeah, it's good. My comment, I bring Can I just jump in? Uh, Lulu, did you want to add something? Again. Yeah, I was just going to say that the problem, I think, as well as the sheer volume of information we have, I think everyone's just going to see bits of news here and there. Maybe if you're just looking on Facebook or something comes up online, you're just going to see a sentence and and just it's going to go into your mind. You're just going to think about it, but maybe not actively. And later on in the day or in the week, you're going to have a conversation and you're going to maybe just remember that piece of news. And you don't know whether it's true or not, but maybe you'll talk about it. I think there's a danger in that about how much information you're seeing and where you're seeing it that I just think a lot of the time, you know, you don't know whether it's true, but you're not going to actively go and research it. So I think there's a real danger there. So in a way, we're kind of in this information overload where there's so much news and information coming in that we just simply don't have the time and energy to question everything we read. So we just take it at face value. Yeah, I think we're very much flooded by a lot of information and there's no real way of knowing whether it's true or not especially with the internet and social media you're just picking up news and information from all different sources so I think it's really difficult. Antonia? It comes back to each individual I think you know what underpins your belief whatever you're going to take in to your mind it, it has to be, before you can open your mind to it, it's because, you know, you believe in it or, or you have a tendency to want to believe in it. Other things that don't interest you, I will not sit down and look at the Kardashian or whatever because they, they, their life doesn't mean anything to me. It's, 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 it's not something that I want, you know, to sit down and look. Ma- Malcolm said something about... You know, it's, 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 it's about accountability for ourselves. You know, there, yes, we're being bombarded with loads of involvement, but the, the brain that we have has capacity to sift through all these things and say, is this right or is this wrong? And you make a judgment. What I'm saying is we have abdicated our responsibility to the media, to the government, to everybody, to make decisions for us without knowing. And that is a very serious, you know, know, Well, it does. It it makes us, as Dylan said, it makes us a pawn in the game, doesn't it? It's a pawn in the game. Look look at Donald Trump going to Twitter, because this man is very, very clever, Mm -hmm. because he's using the, the medium that he will have the greatest impact. 
Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's, not, he's, he's not saying anything to whatever he's doing, but he knows that when he puts it out there, there are people who mm-hmm. are going to take it and run with it. That's sure. It. Sure. Tw- Twitter for many yes. people that don't use yeah, their yeah, brains is a bit like know. an essay. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, uh, you, it's there. And it, it will have maximum impact because loads of people go make up their mind because of what they hear there. Mm-hmm. So we, we are at a loss. I just want, I, I completely agree with you, but I want to, I think it's a good time to kind of bring it back to ourselves. Right. Um, so I want to ask Cecil a question. Right. Cecil, um, you said that you trusted a lot of people. Absolutely. And that, that got you into kind of, Difficult situations. Because that's, I think, fundamental to human nature. So we, we uh, as humans, we, we tend to trust. trust. Yeah. We have effectively nothing. So the question I have for you is, um, since trust, you know, since this kind of intrinsic trust that we all have, and you trusted these people, and it turned out badly, I think. Absolutely. So has More that... So has that curbed your trust or are you still do you I still see. trust people or have you become it's cynical it made me very bitter in life because if you trust somebody we are human beings we grow up in societies and we are interdependent on each other unless we decide to live in a silo which very few people can cope with unless you're stuck out in a jungle then it becomes a big problem yeah, Cecil, I'm agree with you because from a young teenager, by trusting and by supporting, when I was very young, I've always supporting people right the way through. I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not um, sad that I've done it. I feel good. I've been able to reach out to people because I'm one of these ladies who like to reach out to people and see how people can. Develop yourself and the next human being, you know, enlighten their lives. But, and, you know, if they're short of something, I could always help them by bringing back some sort of financial helps and, um, you know, show where they can sort of go. And, but then I'm not talking about one, I'm talking about hundreds of thousands of people. And, but what happened, it come back and knock me back in my face all over. Mm. So this is the year of 2007. I said, you know what? Yeah. Because people, you know, when you see, you could see people are in needs of helping. And you want to do what you can do to help out. But when you put yourself across to help these people out, they look back, you're silly, you're soft, you're too kind. No, these things are negative. They should be saying all these kind of things. You understand? You're open to abuse. Yes. yes. That's, that's so now, you see, but you see, these people, while you're open to abuse, these people, they're not clever, are they? they they're not smart. For but they're not smart. They're not smart. I'm more smarter than they are. Um, I'm not too, if you they're see? benefiting from it, they're being very smart. Yeah. yeah. I yeah mean, but just, let's give us a little example here. Somebody comes up to me, I'm sick, and says, uh, I want to go and do your shopping. Can I take your card, uh, get your card and your PIN number? I say, fine, go out, do the shopping, come back, here's your bill, this is what we have done. And then the same person, at a later stage, 
uses your card with your PIN number to buy themselves something. So that's where then honesty and integrity of the individual comes into play. Yes, that's you see? Yeah. So <laughs> we have then breached a boundary for me entrusting somebody to do something on a very specific occasion to then somebody abusing that trust that I placed in that person. That's right. you, you, I, I think it's really interesting the sort of the area you've now you've gone into. I really find that really fascinating. But I I I really like to ask you a question though about trust because, you, because you've been saying that you trust most people is, yes. is the feeling that came across. And did you say at some point that you thought it was a natural instinct? Uh, I think it's intrinsic in us because we are social beings to have to trust people to live with who when we are in contact with. We don't need to trust somebody who's remote like me trying trying to trust Donald Trump. No. I think that's incredibly admirable. Yeah. But I'm not I, I, I have this maybe maybe I'm being a bit cynical, but I I really do think it's admirable. Yeah. But I'm wondering if actually if people are intrinsically um, honest well, maybe or, or trusting, how did we, naive, you know, how did we survive like in to, the first place? Because I, I would like to think that I need to trust somebody. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I, I, I build that yeah. by these little bits of yes. things that happen between them and me. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Quite well, well, with it, you're building up a stone structure sure. to say I can implicitly trust that person for a later date when they want a yep. reference or something. But there is Maybe we should open it up and just oh, ask that so. question. I think so. I think, so. I think personal. I mean, that's very, I find that fascinating, that whole area, yeah. So, Malcolm, why not start with you? Are you, do you think you intrinsically trustworthy, uh, trusting, or is it something that you've had to learn to do? I think it's much more to do with an awareness of other human beings and how you interact with them, um, observation of them, and... And a sense of uh, a sense of um, well, one's own sense really, one in, one's instinct, as opposed to I would never say I trust everyone just to, just to make me sound like a good human being. No, I, I couldn't possibly say that. There are some people I could speak to for five minutes, and there's something about my being that says. No, I do not trust this person, even though I may be wrong. I, I'm not going to trust people willy-nilly. And it seems to me, willy-nilly, what a very strange old expression to use. Um, but you uh, want to give somebody the benefit of the doubt to start off with. To start until, off with, absolutely. Until you're proved otherwise. Well, I don't know if you always have to be proved something. I mean, I think some, I think instinct actually serves us very well at times. Not always, but I don't. I don't, I don't think. I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm with you 100 yeah. percent about tr the idea of trust because yeah. I think you're, if we actually went with you yeah. and we trusted everyone yeah. and everyone was 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 moral and humble yeah. and and like you, yeah. um, I, I think the world would be a much much happier. Yeah, much more um, friendly place. I, I just so. don't think it works like that, and I think it's people like you, yeah. unfortunately, that come a cropper and suffer quite Absolutely. often. Absolutely, yeah? I've, I've been taught a severe lesson. You're just too bloody nice, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> do you want to talk into the microphone? So, what we're asking is, do do you do you um, trust people in general? Do you think people are honest? Uh, no. 
No. <laughs> Good start. So, do you think when you meet... There's a wealth of wisdom. Yes. <laughs> what about your grandmother sitting next to us? I think, yes, yes. Is she honest? Yeah. Is she trustworthy? Yes. Are you trustworthy? Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> Very cool. That's a good answer. Very good answer. You finished all the bloody cake, haven't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Paulina, do you, what about you? Do you... Are you, do you trust people in general, or does it take a bit of time, or what, what's your kind of outlook? To, to trust in people, I don't just trust them just like that. I've got to... You, they, it has to be earned. Yes, yes. I don't just go out and just say, I'm going to trust you, because I, you see, because I take time out to get to know people, get to understand them, and get to know what they are and who they are about before I can go to the person and trust that person and if that person um, I come with myself with my heart and said there you are I'm going to help you out a bit but if you fall down the road I'm going to find you and come back to you in so a good Paul, way can I just ask you in one a nice simple way. question really you, you say you don't necessarily trust people up front yeah. supposing you're stopped on the street by, I didn't by did, somebody. You didn't listen to me, did you, um, Cecil? He, did. he hasn't asked you the question yet. Yeah, I, I'm not asked the question, is it? Cecil, yeah. yeah. And you were stopped on the street, and this gent said to you, uh, Please, young lady, I'm in a tight spot at the moment. I need £10 for you, and I promise to return it to you as soon as I can. Or when I get back home, give me your details. And uh, what would you do in that situation? Yeah, if he comes to me and he says to me, I'm very in a talk, I want to go somewhere. Yeah. I straight away say, you understand, are you really sure about that? Are you sure about that? Because if I give it to you and you say you're going to give it back to me, I ain't going to see you no more. So effectively, you won't give the person the ten pounds because I could see that he's not going to go. He's not going to come back to me because if he says he's going to come and give it back to me, mm -hmm. yes. But I prefer just to give and just go. Give and go. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Don't let it come back because he's not going to come back. Yeah, but if if I was the recipient of that, I would be very very feel very bad that I was not honest and integrous enough. To return yeah. Pauline the yeah. ten pounds she had given me, plus anything else I could do to assist her. Because if I give it to you now, I give it to you. You say you're gonna come back to me. Yeah, maybe probably not the same day, mm -hmm. but I'll probably give you some details of yeah. me. I'll probably wait for a week. I don't hear from you. Yeah. Well, you could have it because I could see that they're not gonna come back. Okay, let me give you another little example. Cecil, can I borrow a tenner? Yeah, sure. I, I have no problem. Because ultimately, you're the person who looks in the mirror when you brush your teeth and shave. Nobody uh, else does. But I have no moral compass. Okay, that's right. So I've learned. <laughs> and so have I. Yeah, you see? Antonia. Yeah, I think moral compass. Thank you, Malcolm. You see... Society has become skeptical about what we're talking, you know, trusting somebody. 
are we not, and I'm sorry to say, Cezo, are we not just somebody coming to me and, and saying something and I just go with it? Even if, you know, uh, and I know that I won't, you know, it will be modest, you know, immodest of me to say I am good. No, you know, I, I know that I will not deny somebody, but trust is something that you build on. Trust yeah. is something that evolves through over the years. You cannot just see somebody and just say, this is my PIN number. That is, that is mm-hmm. the most, you know, uh, something that is incredible that I've heard from you because I wouldn't do that. I do not know who this person is. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really. I, I didn't say home. that I gave them my pin number. Y- yes, but, but I just brought you an example. Example, in. but people do things like that. But trust must be earned. Trust must be somebody. You know, you will hear people have had friends for forty years. It, that interaction is a wealth of knowledge and you know experience I, that I, you can. I, I beg to differ. That trust you built over many years. My wife sitting here in, at the present moment, <laughs> is aware of a situation that my power of attorney, who I've known for the best part of sixty years, yes, and been a family friend, has cheated me. So oh, trust, yeah. I'm sorry, family. is not happens after a length of time. I think that that I'm sorry is. Your you see when you, no you no, no you see when you say trust and is built over the years when you I said accumulation of experiences you see and you categorize those people in your life what you can trust them with you see it can be 60 years and you give power of attorney something must have shown you that this person will not be in a position to hold that responsibility. No, no, you, uh, you, you, you are taking uh, me out of me. context. You know, you're taking me out of context to say that I have faith in human beings. But you see, you got to be, you know, uh, how circumspecting what you're doing. You, 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 can, you can know somebody for 60 years, I agree with you. Um, and, 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 within a and, quick second. Yes, and they can do down. something. Okay, maybe I'm watching family. too much of judge. Uh, yeah. uh, you see, but it, it depends on what is intrinsically Your inside friend, of you. No close You've got are. to be able to weigh things up and say, is this, you know, that doesn't, you know, um, negate your 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 friendship with that person, it doesn't, it doesn't take what you... But you put them, you know, there are people in, in our areas. lives. Yeah. Even you, in marriage, you know, mm. and with children, you know what. I can give you an example. It, it, something was promised to somebody. I said, this will happen to you. And I don't know whether people believe, but Abraham was told, you will have a son. And the wife said, he discussed with the wife, you see, because that is the closest person to you. And he said, oh, yes, we've been waiting for so long a time. Why don't you go to my, my, my maid and have a child? That complicated things because he trusted the wife. But let me tell you, afterwards, he didn't, when he eventually had a child with his wife, with his proper wife, not his maid, when 
then he was told to go and you know sacrifice this this child he didn't tell the wife because he knew that at the age of 100 it was you know a miracle to have a child and he did you know then if this person is if this being is telling me go and suck he knows that he will resurrect this this child it's not a a a, a tale it's a true story you know and the consequence and the consequence of what they, they did by not being faithful we could see the the aftermath of it in in the middle east today Can I forgive me for asking that? Yes. If that is a true story. It is a true story. Do do you believe that Jesus was born in December? (laughs) This is is a whole other radio show. That that is an old... (laughs) It's all about truth. No, no, the truth. (laughs) The truth. (laughs) We can escalate this conversation to higher tiers. Yes. You see? We that is why you avoid politics and religion. Yes, exactly. And yes. I'm sorry that I brought that. And that's no. where the problem is. The, the reason... Because we can skirt around the peripheries as long as we like talking about honesty, integrity, truth, etc., etc., etc. But you'll never hit the fundamental problem. The problem is we as individuals have to take it upon ourselves through the knowledge we gain through reading by in- interacting with other people and whatnot, to make those decisions ourselves. I think we're and all we in agreement. The agreement of responsibility yeah. to, to anybody else if we don't make that effort. I think we're all, we're all, we're yeah. all in agreement. Yes, we agree and with that. And do you that. know what? I think it's the end of the show, and I think it's the perfect place to end. To it. Because we all agree, and it is our own responsibility. Yes. Thank you, Cecil. Thank you, everyone, for taking part. Thanks a lot. Thank you.